All right, everyone, and welcome back to the Business of Fitness Podcast. I'm Jason Cleveland. On today's episode, we have Dr. Kelly Starrett. Now, if you've been around the CrossFit space, you've definitely heard this name before. He came onto the scene years ago, and he's really been revolutionary in the fitness space. He used to put out all this free content on YouTube, started doing the 10-minute squat test, started talking about tissue work and mobility, and created his company, Mobility Wad had a number one New York Times bestselling book and has really put on seminars that have changed the lives of so many people. He've worked with professional athletes and different types of people, and now he's at it again. He went into brand change from Mobility Wide to the Ready State. We talked today about what is the Ready State? What does it mean? Where are we going from here? Kelly has a ton of knowledge, and I hope you enjoy this episode as much as I did. Let's keep rising in time. Let's keep getting after it, and enjoy this episode with Dr. Kelly Starrett. All right, so we are here at NC Fit. This is our Mountain View location. Dr. Kelly Starrett was kind enough to come down to do an all-hands meeting with us and to dive into... I don't even know what subject. Kelly is so good at what he does that I just said, Kelly, will you come down and talk to our team? As a, as a, a quarterly all hands, we always have a subject material expert come in. And Kelly said yes, which I was stoked about. We didn't give him a subject. We didn't give him anything. And that's how much I trust in this man. So Kelly, thank you for taking the time to jump on the podcast. Thank you for taking the time to come down to NC Fit and talk to our team. Uh, extremely grateful. Absolutely a pleasure. And I'll tell you, I was just talking with a friend on the way down that ultimately the thing that makes my world go around and gets me fired up is coaching and coaches and all my best friends are coaches. This is what we talk about. It's always, it's 24 seven. I mean, really. And so, you know, Hey, my kids, it's Saturday. Julie's like, my friends were like, Oh, you got to work on Saturday. I'm like, eh, it's kind of work and it's kind of not work. It's great to be here. Yeah. Well, hey, well we are in a storage closet right now because it's, it's kind of crazy outside in our gym. And my son is here. Caden. Thanks for joining us. Good to see you, Caden. He's just silent. But we have some big, big news to talk about today. And this is something I'm really, really interested in because um, you're going through a rebrand and you are one of the first people in the CrossFit space, if not the first actually, to utilize the term WAD. Oh, we were the first. I will just not the first. I mean, CrossFit, Greg Glassman, the first. The, yeah. And so you were mobility WAD and you started this, what, maybe 12 years ago? Uh MWOD started officially in 2010, but we started coaching and teaching our classes, teaching our course in 2008. And at the time, you know, we specifically used the word mobility and did not use range of motion. Range of motion is passive. Range of motion does not explain what's happening when you're under real load, when you're under stress, when you're under car respiratory demand, when you're, when you're having to move quick, when you're having to go from a snatch position to overhead for a front rack to overhead. It doesn't explain the, the nuances of human movement dynamics. That's why we use the word mobility. And at the time, no one used it. And we definitely didn't want to use stretching because you know, how many times did you stretch in college? Yeah. I didn't stretch. Yeah, I, no, like no stretching is a waste of time. Yeah. Stretching was kind of like an old school. Oh, you kind of like think about like, ah, I do a few of these, this, and then it's, <laughs> I touch my toes right, and let I touch left. my toes. That's I'm ready right. to go. So, uh, you know, we, I thought it was so clever to be mobility wad. That's so clever. And now there are 10,000 watts. There are honestly, there's like between three and 500, I think companies that end in the name wad. Really? And, and when you started, you, so I want to, before we move on to the wad thing, I want to start with mobility. When you first came out and you built this brand and you've done an exceptional job of educating people, you've done a better job than almost anybody in coaching coaches and coaching individuals, but you use the term mobility 
instead of utilizing the term range of motion or stretching, what does mobility mean to you? Because I, 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 that's an interesting what does mobility mean to you? That's right. Well, I, you know, now I think it's one of those words like core or extreme. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not even sure what that means anymore. <laughs> so when we when we use it, we actually defined it. Is one is that do you have the passive tissue capacities to be able to put your arm over your head or squat deep, right? It doesn't matter how much you like more squat therapy will not get you squatting deeper if your ankles are brutally stiff and you're missing your hip flexion, right? You just you can't squat. You can practice not being at the limits of your range of motion, perfect. That's a good idea. But what we realized was that, you know, we needed a set of tools and a set of what I call position transfer exercises. And here's the key. The whole thing around mobility is about movement. So when we defined it, we said, one is, do you have the, the raw straight tissues to be able to get into these shapes? Yes or no? The things that every doctor, every chiro, every physio agrees is based human movement range of motion. Right. But the second piece of that is movement skill. If you don't know how to be a skilled mover, then you're not going to have, it doesn't matter how much range of motion you have, you're not going to be able to express it correctly or efficiently. And that means that it's a two-part deal. We've always been talking about the brain and we've always been talking about the body's tissues as an integrated whole. And so when we're looking at, you know, when we started, you know, because remember, I'm just a CrossFit coach and physical therapist. And so I have thousands of people come through my gym like you and I'm like, why can't these people put their arms over their head? Why can't we squat all the way down? Why are you turning your feet out? Why are your knees coming in? Why is that elbow flaring when we bench over and over again? And the last thing I ever wanted to do was nag people about the range of motion. That's not a dream of any young man. Right. I like to coach. Right. But what we realized is that we had to give people a set of tools to improve their range of motion, to change the ability to get into these shapes while we simultaneously train them. And so... You know, squatting or using a skill like squatting or squat therapy or crawling on the ground, we call those skill transfer exercises. Right? How do I become better at the skill? Well, I'm going to work on these other movement skills to improve that. So if you're an Olympic lifter, a heaving snatch balance is something that you would do as a skill transfer exercise to be better at snatching. Right. right? Well, m mobilizations are position transfer exercises. It's all about using the techniques and tools that we've developed and, and seen in the world that are very effective and integrate them into a system that allows people to achieve their positions as position transfer exercises. So suddenly you have skill transfer exercises and position transfer exercises. And, but both of those things are about one thing, the expression of the body. And so what's interesting then is, you know, when we're in a formal movement lab environment, I expect you to make the errors. You and I were just in Germany teaching. Yep. And we were we had this great show where you're like, you guys need to go faster. And I was like, yeah. and you need to move better. Yeah. And then you'd go, you need to move faster. And I'd be like, whoa, 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 you need to move better. And simultaneously, that is the truth of what we should be doing in the gym every single day. Challenging myself with a, a task that is really difficult in skill, adding enough load, adding enough cardiorespiratory demand or metabolic demand or speed or competition or time stress to elicit all of the breakdowns in your form. So where you start to speed wobble. That's my job. My job is to uncover all the dirty laundry. And that's why intensity matters. That's yep. why we have to go hard. That's why I'm like, oh, we're going to air squat because you're in the middle of your rehab. You're going to get on the assault bike. You're going to do three limbs until I make you feel vomitous. And then we're going to air squat. Yep. Right. And because I have so many different ways to challenge that, ultimately, what we've always believed is the person who can maintain the integrity of their shape under all of these crazy conditions 
ultimately is going to be the best, most stable, most robust athlete that can pick up the new skill the fastest. Well, what was interesting, you talk about Germany. I remember we were out there and I was doing a run uh, overhead squat workout. And towards like the later rounds, like, you know, there was some breakdown in technique. Maybe I was a little bit on my toes, things of that nature. And I remember I was like, you know, I was like, oh boy, I'm in front of, you know, Kelly Sarest going to be picking me apart. And, you know, I think it was like a 20 minute AMRAP. So I was doing a lot of reps and I got towards the end. And I finished, I remember you and I, we actually put this on uh, IGTV was this idea that, you know, you want people to fail and then be able to see if they could actually correct on their own. That's and so right. you said, hey, you know, Jason's doing five reps. On rep three, he feels himself going to his toes. On rep four and five, is he able to self-correct that? And now all of a sudden we're making change and we're, we're you know, developing that, which was really a really interesting analogy for me because I think a lot of people are afraid to have any degradation technique. What you're saying is it's not so much about breaking down your technique. It's about can you know when that's happening? And then try and fix it again. That was really cool. Yeah, that's right. And that's that's what we want to say is that, hey, look, we've got time and space to make errors. In fact, I'm counting on it. But what I'm not going to let you do is keep making the same error over and over and over and over. Because now we're not learning. Now we're practicing. Right. right? So that's the yeah. thing. And that's why your, your snatch is never going to get above, you know, 100, 100 kilos. Or why you're never going to deadlift more than, you know, 4, 450. Because you're stuck with these techniques that don't translate into more effective positions. So the thing that we're obsessed with, ultimately, I ultimately cannot say that if you move poorly or in positions where you're working around a problem or compensation that you're going to get hurt. Because you and I both know mutants who don't, they don't get hurt. Right. Right. But simultaneously, what I, because there's just too many factors in that. Your age, your training age, your volume, your nutrition, your stress, your hydration. I mean, just who knows. Right. But what I can say is we like these shapes because they transfer better to all other shapes, that these positions make me better at going into the world and being a better surfer. Not because I'm stronger, but because I'm stronger can apply that strength with a set of positions and mechanics. Then also I say, hey, look, let's get into this shape because this is how you jerk an Olympic record. This is how you can do more push-ups. The, the shapes that we're advocating for are open-ended positions that translate to better capacity. And that's the only thing we should ever be caring about because that's the only thing we can really measure. So when you're, you know, going back in time, you've done a lot. You started putting out YouTube videos. For those of you listening who have not seen uh, Kelly's YouTube videos, the, the first one that I was really captivated by was this 10-minute squat test. Really just kind of blew my mind because I was like, man, you know, I, it's like, I don't know what's tight on me. My ankles, my hips, my this or that. Well, just by holding a squat for 10 minutes a day, it just developed a further range of motion for me. Who knows what opened up? I don't know, but it just improved overall. And I don't know either. And what, what, What's good about, you know, the first order of business before we add complexity is to say, hey, let's spend some time in the shape you're trying to improve. And if you value squatting because you're in an athletic environment, aka you bike, you pistol, you front squat, you power clean, you hinge, that's squatting. So if those things are important to you, wouldn't it be nice to have access to the whole apple instead of just a bite of the apple? Right. And the first order of business is at least getting your brain comfortable with it. Hey, this is end range. So let's spend time working and living those end ranges. How we get there ultimately in our lives, there's a lot of ways to skin that cat. Let's sit on the ground. Let's just answer emails. And the, when I'm coaching, I you know get a chance to squat with my athletes. I'm you know so I'm always noodling, and I think what's happened is we haven't done a good job in the world of establishing what we think are good benchmarks. So w good blood pressure, 120 over 80, right. right? Decent cholesterol under what? 220. Like we just said, well, like well, like like resting heart rate. Oh no, what do you think? 60. Right. So everyone has that idea. Yeah. What's normal range of motion in the ankle? 
I, I don't what what degree? I don't know what. Degree. So my point is, <laughs> as soon as we added that degree in there, right? We lost our minds. Should you be able to pistol? Yeah, I think you should be able to. Okay, pistol. I do too. Yeah. Should you be able to squat on the ground with your heels on the ground? I think so. Yeah, well, so would every child in this room. Looking at a child who can squat on the ground with his heels on the ground. Yeah. So what's happened is that we've stripped out um, sort of the benchmarks and the bookends of what is good movement so that everyone can say, you know, n- now if I if I ask people, like, hey, I'm going to have you pistol, they'll be like, oh, I can't. They haven't done a pistol yet. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, that's like saying, oh, I can't brush my teeth. It's too he- The toothbrush is too heavy. Or, right, right, right. You know what I mean? Like, you know something is up, right? So what we're trying to do is, one, is establish, like, let's clear off. There are so many conversations about, my kung fu hard style is better than your kung fu hard style. And I'm like, okay, that may be true. But in the meantime, show me that you ha- are making this as a choice and you're not making this as the only position you can get into. So if this is the only shape you can get into, it can't be the best position. It's the only one that you can do. You know, if your steering wheel only turns to the left, you can drive, but every time you have to, you know, <laughs> you're going to have to back up and <laughs> yeah. then drive forward again, yeah. like that reverse car, right? So yeah. the idea is, hey, let's give you full access to the whole steering wheel. Then we can decide what is best based on the length of your femurs and how long your torso is and what your goals are. Yeah. But there are things that we should be able to do as human beings that we can at least begin to establish those. So what we realized when we started using this more mobility is that the bar was super low. I mean, I mean, I would walk up, I'd do these courses and I'd be like, hey, this is your hip and it's attached to your knee via your femur. And then people would go deadlift and they'd PR on their deadlifts just by knowing that information, you know? Right. Like they're like, this is amazing. And I was right. like, welcome. Yeah. Now. Because you were kind of spearheading the whole concept oh my gosh. of, no of one, position. No one was mobilizing for performance. Right. People would, some people would mobilize for, and I came out of a, a physical therapy tradition of mobilizing joints and tissues to improve a position, to restore a, a symptom, right? And I started, I remember the first time I actually did it was I had a guy who, who was in the clinic for some shoulder pain, but was pl- playing MMA and I, and jujitsu. And I was like, Hey, I, I want to try this. And I opened his hips up with, with a classic physical therapy mobilization called hip quadrant. And he was like, man, I killed everyone in the guard. I, my guard was easy and I could get my knees to my face. And he's like, what was that? And I was like, I don't know. I think I'm onto something. And then I remember Eva Tordokin was trying to snatch uh, and clean and jerk for the Open Masters Nationals. And she uh, turns out had a stiff T-spine. And I remember laying her down. She's missing jerk after jerk after jerk. And I mobilized her T-spine. Bam! Hit her jerk. And I was like, oh, I wonder if maybe sometimes people just can't get into the shapes. Yeah. And that was, the, that was when all of this was born. Early, early CrossFit. So now we started mobilizing for improving position. And I think one of the reasons people couldn't see it before is that no one asked them to swat, squat, yep. handle every barbell, handle every dumbbell, do every gymnastics roll, right? We suddenly had a strength conditioning movement that was brutal in its ability to say, this is what we expect you to be able to do. And we don't ever, like, you know, we, we didn't back off. We're like, full range of motion is overhead. We're still going overhead today. We're going to protect you in your range of motion, but we're going to stay here and we're going to scale it. So instead of immediately coming out of our movement language and saying, okay, you can't do that, so we're going to do this instead, yeah. we said hey, we're going to continue to scale this and work this until you can do it. Right, like using a PVC pipe. And I think, look, I think CrossFit has been revolutionary in getting people to move in a different way because they also open eyes to what other people are doing. In, in, for example, Olympic weightlifting, you have people with ranges of motion that were beautiful and still are today. But just it didn't have the presence that it has now. I think that CrossFit has helped 
bring to light oh. that people I, should be able to over. I just saw one of the most elite Chinese weightlifting Instagram memes talking about mobility, and I was like, my work here is done. Yep. Like they're talking, you've got to have ankle range motion. Here's a, you know, Chad Vaughn is an old friend of ours, right? Yeah. And brilliant Olympic lifter, been in the CrossFit community forever. Um, has done his his site, Ollie Chad, is really really brilliant. If you're interested in looking for information on Olympic lifting, but early on, I remember a podcast where he and John North were just taking the crap out of me and they're like, well, this mobility is so stupid and range. <laughs> Just go out there and grip it, rip it. And now if you go to Chad's site, it's all about, you can't even get into the shape. Why are we even talking about Olympic lifting? You know what I mean? You can't even squat all the way down with keeping your heels on the ground or even squat all the way down with your, with Olympic lifting shoes and a bar over your head. So what I think happened inadvertently is that the, the strength conditioning that was the GPP movement in CrossFit was so broad and it, asked us to do what? Handle these dumbbells, handle these kettlebells, handle this overhead, handle this body weight. And by the way, you need to do it when it's heavy. You need to do it when it's Light. 50 reps. You need to do it fast. You yeah. got to do it when it's, you're a, breathing there was hard. There's a large demand on the body for sure. And that's where I realized that your range of motion only could, I could only say it's checkable off the box if you can do it under all these conditions. Mm-hmm. And that means that's training. So the whole thing was about not trying to pull you out of your training environment so that you had to do this rehab, low-level BS. It was all about how do we integrate this into the most important magic hour of the day, which is your training. Well, and what you've been able to do through Mobility Wad, and let's let's touch base on that because from a business perspective, first off, from a credibility perspective, Kelly has that. From a business perspective, MWAD, Mobility Wad has done a really good job in making mobility accessible. You have an online training program that goes out to tons of people that they can incorporate on a regular basis. But as we both said, there was some confusion around the branding. Now, this is a long time coming. Now, we rebranded from NorCal CrossFit to NC Fit, and we it took a long time to get to that decision, and it, there was a number of factors. Oh, you don't just throw a switch? No. I, well, no, and, and, <laughs> and uh, frankly, that I, I still think there was a better way for us to do it. But for you guys going from Mobility Wad, what are you guys going to, and why are you going to it? Because yeah. right now, I mean, one would say, hey, Kelly Starrett, you know, he puts out these amazing products through Rogue and through other suppliers. He has an online training program that's very successful, generates whatever. He's written multiple books, New York Times bestseller. Why don't you just keep doing what you're doing, Kelly? Why change it? What are you thinking? Well, I, I appreciate that idea because I, on the one hand, there's some mornings where I'm like, what am I doing? Why are we, why, why shouldn't we just keep this the same? Yeah. And the truth is, you know, if we treat your fitness like an infinite game, you're never going to win. All you do is practice and you, you try to play better. You try to be fitter. You try to move better. Sometimes, you know, you have kids. Sometimes you yeah. have businesses. Sometimes you have to travel. By the way, Caden's doing a great job sitting here with us. I totally agree. Yeah. All right. Keep going. So, yeah. you know, the idea here is that you're never going to win. You know, if so, you PR on your, your pull-ups today. Can you do it tomorrow? Can you do it right. the next day? What about right. the next day? How about, how about if you go run a marathon and come back? kind of so, – yeah. What we we realized, and I think those of us have realized, is it's never a game we're going to win. All we're going to do is play better. And business is the same way. If you set up to win business, you're going to lose, and you're going to feel really cut off from your family and your friends, and there's no no pleasure. The thing is the game itself, and to play better. And so training, you know, everything. I mean, training. You know, what they say, training doesn't uh, build character; it reveals character. Competition, right? Well, one of the things, the lessons in all of this is that you never get it right; you just get it better. And now imagine. You starting a business from scratch, you know, now you're like, well, of course I wouldn't be NorCal, you know, or I'd be NC. Like, you know, you'd make that decision differently. Well, the same thing around your processes in your business, how you hire, how you fire, how you train. 
we've just applied the same thinking as we have had better access to, I'm not kidding, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands. I mean, choose a sport, choose an organization. I get to go behind there. The number of universities I've seen, the number of data points I've seen around people solving these problems means that I have been able to not just say, I've nailed it, but I'm like, ooh, I can tweak it. I can get So the first principles that we put out around position and respecting the spine, all those things are true, but how we implement it, what's the most effective way, how do we serve people better who are more busy, that all evolution happens. And now it just happens to correspond with the fact that we get a chance to hit reset and level up. And we're leveling up to something that I pulled out in the very first set of notes I ever put out for my course, which was called Ready State. Mm -hmm. And Ready State was a concept. The Ready State. The Ready State. That's our new business is The Ready State. And the idea is, look, I don't know what your injury history is or your training volume or your real world demands, but how ready can we get you based on those things today? Right, because it's not perfect. I mean, if you think you're always going to have the nutrition dialed and be in the perfect loving relationship and no stress, and then you're going to go perform as an athlete, you are living in a cave and you're delusional. Like that's not how it works. And so the idea is also, what do you need to get ready for? Kindergarten? Let's get ready for kindergarten. Right. Getting ready for this business. I want to lose some weight. I want my knee to feel better. I, you know, what is it that you're preparing for? And in the ready state idea is, look, we're going to meet you where you need to be met. And also what we've realized is that we're in this incredible community of strength conditioning, more, we'll call it woke people, yeah. who have figured some things out. For sure. Right? You know, in physical therapy right now, there's, a, there's this phrase that people are getting hammered on called this biopsychosocial model. And the idea is that you're a biological entity, but you're also a psychological entity, right? And you have this emo- psycho-emotional self, right? Who you are in your community is as important to as, as, as how strong you are. Like it all matters in terms of the health and the performance of the organism. Well, if you're a strength and conditioning coach or been in a gym, that's what we've been talking about forever. Stress. How are you feeling today? Oh, yep. you're, you drank too much last night. You took a red eye. You work with enough Fortune 500 CEOs that you know that you can't show up and not think about their environments as you're programming for them and thinking about them. Well, we're doing the same thing. So with Ready State, what this allows us to do is go back into the world and take what we've learned in Formula One at the highest levels of sports and performance, repackage it, make it simpler for people to ingest it. Because why? We have the internet that looks different than it did six years ago. Chatbots. We have an AI that will, like, hey, if we think you're injured, you can answer these questions and whether or not you need to go see a doctor. Ultimately, what we're, we're going to be able you're to- You're evolving. I mean, we're evolving. And, sure. and shed, you know, sometimes I'm like, People are like, mobility WAD? I like, your email bounced back. And I was like, it's not W-A-D. It's W-O-D. And they're like, how'd you know? I'm like, because I tried to buy Dick WAD once and it was already taken. So <laughs> here, the idea is we are not doing enough to serve enough people. And that means that we have to look at, and look, my doctoral work ultimately was looking at barriers to inherence. What keeps people from doing what they say they need to do? You know, you have people who come into this gym with all the resources and they cannot exercise regularly. They cannot eat regularly. They cannot sleep regularly, right? It's difficult. And so what do we do? We try to make it easier for them to develop these patterns and habits. We're doing the same thing with the ready state. I think it's great. I mean, I, I know that there's people listening right now and they're like, man, why is Kelly doing this? What is he thinking? But the thing about it is guys like you and me, and, and to a lot of people actually listening, you know, life is this, there's no, there's no, like, just like our fitness, I want to be fit for as long as possible. I'm just going to run out of time. Yeah. And, and <laughs> I'm in not going to get there. I'll just run out of time. In business, you know, like Mark Cuban says, it's a sport of business, right? And it's a game mm. and you're just playing. You're just trying to put points on the scoreboard every single day towards this distant horizon. And I think that you are just looking at your business and saying, hey, 
we've evolved. I've been doing this for years and years and years. I've met with all these people. How can we put the best product in the hands of our clients and our, our patients, right? Is what you're really saying to yourself. So what could people expect from the ready state compared well, to mobility? Yeah. What is the difference? Well, look, and how we, do I access when we, it? We didn't even start out. So I think a lot of the best businesses on the planet start out as to solve a problem. Yeah. And, and they're not like, for example, you, you set out, you'd, you'd worked in fitness, you were a pretty good athlete. Let's just put it out there. And you opened a gym, but you didn't, you immediately didn't think I'm going to have all of these gyms and I'm going to have, be a part of a collective. And I'm, you know, I'm going to serve like, that was never your intention. Right. You end up seeing a problem. You're trying to solve it. So when we started making the first videos on the, I mean, the iPhone didn't have a video camera yet. That's how long we've been doing this. Right. Yeah. And it was, and people were blown away that we were transparent and we started filming what we were, what we were aware of. And, um, you know, the notion that, um, you know, you evolve is really important because now what we're realizing is, hey, we need to be able to, people, when we set out, we didn't set out to make three or 4,000 videos. We probably have about 4,000 videos on the site right now, right? That's like the Library of Alexandria. It is insane how many videos, maybe <laughs> right. 5,000. It's insane. Right. right. So now you're like, I remember that scroll. It's around this corner. What we've done is reorganized and created playlists and programs. So you can come in and say, hey, my knee hurts. And I've got a knee pain section where you can go take a crack, desensitize your knee, reperfuse your knee, work upstream and downstream using all our protocols, boom, right on your knee. So you can find exactly what you need. You can go down and say, hey, I am deadlifting today or riding my bike. How do I get ready for that? Ah. So we have 30 or 40 sports in there. We've got 40, 50 movements in there, right? Here are three, two or three ideas to get prepped, three things to get recover. And by the next time, the next time you're back in there, It'll be another playlist. So we've created a bunch of playlists. We have about 650 unique playlists in there right now. And you can still search the old archive. So you're like, dude, I love the old archive. There's still those 4,000 videos. So what we've really tried to do is make it easier for people. Plus, we've added 30-minute down-regulation soft tissue at home mobilizations, 20-minute, 10 minutes. So like throw it up on your, on your screen, grab a ball and a roller, make yourself feel better for 30 minutes. So don't go to yoga class. Come to us. We yeah. got you. I love it, man. Well, I know that the crew is coming in today to listen to you speak. I'm always inspired by what you're doing. And in this particular case, you guys have kind of, you guys are ready to take it to the next level. I'm, I'm already feeling it. I mean, yeah, we, the we, fact that you could- We got to serve tools, people better. Dude, I, I, am, I am blown away. I'm super excited for the ready state. Uh, because of what you just said, you're making it, you're, you took feedback saying, hey, you know, guys, we love what you're doing, but there's four or 5,000 videos. Too much. How am I, how, how I going to source them? Right. And basically what you're saying is, oh, you know, for example, my low back hurts. Well, where do I direct? Or I'm going, getting ready for a jujitsu tournament. How, how can I prepare myself for that? I love it, man. I think what you're doing is awesome. I'm excited for you and Juliet and the entire family. If people want more information about the ready state and, and maybe even watch a few of your videos on, um, you know, uh, why you switched over and things of that nature, where should they go? Where can they get if more If you go to com, we've got a little landing page. This all gets kicked off September 3rd, barring some kind of terrible event or, you know, we get get bogged down. But we're ready to go, you know, even on our old channel, on the current channel, at Mobility, W-O-D, Mobility Wad, you know, you could, it's all there. And, and, and if you are a member already, don't worry, you're going to get more for your membership. It'll just pour it over. And all of a sudden, you'll be in this environment. And you're like, oh, this is so intuitive. And the reason it's so intuitive is I have a genius CEO who makes it all possible, my wife, Juliet. And I just if you're a coach and listening to this, I just want to say that 
one of the eyes on this is to try to make it easier for you to do your job. So if you're pressing overhead today, we're going to give you two or three examples that you can cherry pick and go to your class. Uh-huh. If you're trying to say, hey, I need you to go work on your hip flexion, you can send people to the site because you can also search by archetype. So you're like, hey, I want to, I, I got to work on my squat. Click squat archetype. There's program. So what we're trying to do is make it easier for the athlete to get ready to be coached by the coach. I love that. How much time have you spent putting into these videos? Oh, man. Maybe like a, like a day or two? Yeah. Oh gosh, I'm I'm over it, and and I'm ready to get back. Remember, the goal is coaching, so I can't I can't wait to see how much coaching we're going to be showing. We're just we're I think I think I'm so proud of how sophisticated our community has gotten and become around nutrition and performance, and you know just even just being at the games, just people are so sophisticated and their shapes are better and better and they're so efficient. I mean, we can figure this out. I know we can figure this. out. We have to figure it out. I love it. So Mobility Wad is now transitioning, evolving to The Ready State. Kelly Starrett, thank you so much for your time. Let's go talk to our team. I'm fired up. I hope everybody has a great week. So I hope everybody enjoyed that episode as much as I did. I would greatly appreciate it if you did to rate, review, share this with your friends. Maybe take a screenshot and let them know what's going on. Have a phenomenal day and look forward to you again next week for another episode of the Business of Fitness podcast.